the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. Hope you have marked your calendar for Sunday, October the 24th. Your chance to get to see and know, I think, much better, the candidates to succeed Rob Portman as United States Senator from the state of Ohio. It is the Center for Christian Virtue and 98.9 FM, The Answer, American Leadership Forum, an evening with Ohio candidates for the U.S. Senate. Coincidentally, it is also... Uh, an event with the longest title of any event that I've ever been to. Alan, have you ever been to an event with a longer title than, here's the official title, Center for Christian Virtue and 98.9 FM The Answer present the American Leadership Forum, an evening with the Ohio Senate's, Ohio candidates for U.S. Senate. I I can't say that I've ever had one that long. <laughs> the The evening will be only slightly less in duration than me reading the title. Right. I uh, know it'll go from 7 to 9 p.m. I'll get in trouble with the big bosses for that. It's at uh, uh, Genoa in Westerville. Yeah. They're not here, by the way, big bosses. They're out playing golf. They are out playing golf, dodging the raindrops. Uh, Hugh Hewitt will moderate. Yes, Hugh Hewitt coming to Columbus, Ohio. And uh, the candidates, we will find out that night where they stand on pro-life matters, pro-family matters, pro-freedom matters. Isn't it a shame that we have to add... How do you feel about freedom? Are you pro-freedom or anti-freedom? That never, um, that never came up in previous U.S. elections on either side of the aisle. Now it's a pretty germane question to ask. Uh, each candidate will have a one-on-one conversation with Hugh Hewitt to discuss their faith, leadership, and what inspired him or her to run. And following the conversation, all the candidates will be invited on stage together for a conversation with Hugh and CCV President Aaron Bear. Aaron's a frequent guest on this program and on uh, Bob Bernie Live at eight, on 880 AM. They'll discuss the key issues that matter to Christian voters. Uh, Who will be there besides Hugh Hewitt and me? Uh, Mike Gibbons, Josh Mandel, Bernie Moreno, Jane Timken, and J.D. Vance all on the same stage. And just trust me on this. It'll be worth seeing how uncomfortable some of them are on that stage. Because some of them will be uncomfortable. You think? Yes, they will be. Because they're, they're all competing for the same position. Yeah. Uh, Josh Mandel's a very in-your-face guy. Uh, J.D. Vance is kind of the J.D. Vance is kind of the backup quarterback of the group. Most popular <laughs> guy in town, right? Yeah. Everybody wants a backup quarterback in because you've never seen the backup quarterback play. Everybody loves J.D. Vance. He wrote a, J, he wrote Hillbilly Elegy. He's on Fox all the time. He's the backup quarterback. He's like the guy everybody loves. Charlie Kirk had him on yesterday. Charlie Kirk had him on yesterday. He's on Tucker all the time. He's on. Uh, Fox and Friends in the morning. Uh, Bernie Moreno 
will be the guy that I don't think will be uncomfortable on stage. Josh Mandel will be comfortable on the stage because Josh is an alpha. Josh likes to make everybody uncomfortable. Josh is a red meat guy. Uh, Jane Timpkin, Jane will be up there trying to look strong and assertive because she's the only female in the group. She doesn't want the other guys to eclipse her charisma on stage. Uh, She's a powerful uh, person. She's a part of the Timken family, which if you don't know, the Timken family in Stark County in the Canton area, that's that's royalty. It'd be like being a Wexner in central Ohio. Or a Hooli here. Yeah, or or a Hooli. Yeah, it'd be like that. Sure. Uh, Mike Gibbons, I don't know much about Mike Gibbons. So far, the... uh, Son of the Dolans, Matt Dolan. Matt Dolan's not announced yet. Matt Dolan has been thinking about running because he fancies himself to be the only one in the race like Rob Portman. Uh, I would say, until yesterday, I didn't have (laughs) much, I didn't envision much use for a Rob Portman clone going forward in the Senate, but Portman was pretty effective yesterday questioning uh, Anthony Blinken. So anyway, they'll all be there, and the tickets are available now at 989theanswer.com, 989theanswer.com. You said something earlier about questioning freedom. Did Mm -hmm. you ever think in your lifetime you had to bring things like that up? No, I didn't. No, I thought that was just kind of self-evident. Yeah. Here in America, liberty, justice for all, land of the free, land of the free. Peace, love, rock and roll, yeah. Shouldn't have (laughs) to deal with the freedom issue, but we do now because it's not just the Democrats, sadly. Uh, Our governor, Mike DeWine, said yesterday in his 3 p.m. address that he would institute a statewide mask mandate for K-12 schools. If there wasn't this bothersome state law passed earlier that allows state lawmakers to repeal such health orders. Uh, If I could put on a statewide mandate, if the health department could do it, we'd do it, DeWine said. The legislature has made it very clear that if we put a mandate on for kids in schools to wear a mask, they would take it off. Uh, maybe the governor should take a little trip into some of the areas that I go. Uh, circulate around the communities of uh, Plain City, New Bremen, St. Henry, Troy, Bell Fountain, Urbana, West Liberty. Uh, take, take a little trip around those areas, governor. You will find that those bothersome General Assembly Elected representatives, they're doing, I know it's a unique concept, they're doing what their electorate elected them to do. I know it's hard to find people like that. You don't find many on school boards like that, certainly not at the Worthington School Board, certainly not at the Upper Arlington or Olentangy School Boards. I know those people think, oh, I was elected king. No, you were running for school board. Ah, now I shall impose my will upon the people. No, you are elected to serve the people. Until, no, I should say unless and until, they get rid of the Constitution. Uh, Remember, like a month ago, Mike DeWine said Ohio doesn't have an appetite for a mask mandate. They still don't, Mike. If there was a change of opinion in the legislature, I'd be happy to throw it on, DeWine said of a mask mandate, I don't hesitate to take that responsibility. Translation, I'm tired of being governor. Maybe you'd like to vote for one of my competitors. 
Mike DeWine does not look like a politically suicidal person, but he must be saying stupid things like this. Joe Blystone's got to love this. Jim Renacci's got to love this. Mike DeWine typically does not, given a long and successful career in politics, which includes what? U.S. Senate, Attorney General of the State of Ohio, Governor of the State of Ohio, probably a state senator too, probably came up through the ranks. Mike, did you fall recently and suffer a bump on the head? It's not typically been standard political practice for you to voluntarily audition to be the star of your campaign opponent's television commercials. You're going to see this clip a lot from Jim Renacci and from Joe Blystone. I'd be happy to throw it on. I don't hesitate to take that responsibility. (laughs) You might as well say, I'm sick of being governor. I'm ready to retire. That's stupid, Mike. Word to the wise. The general election follows the primary election. You don't get to the general unless you win the primary. And saying stuff like that imperils your ability to win a primary. Because I don't know if you know this or not, Mike. But all those Democrats who love you because you worshipped at the throne of Amy Acton... They don't get to vote in the primary. School districts in the state of Ohio getting in ahead of uh, House Bill 248, which I certainly hope they make into law, ASAP. 54% of students in K-12 through public schools in the state of Ohio are subjected to a mask mandate right now up from 35% on September the 1st. Our desire to do something, not to do something smart, not to do something that's proven to work, not to do something that has no psychological impact, our desire to just do something is so overwhelming that we've clamped a mask on half our kids who the statistics show are not in danger of dying from COVID. DeWine, though, urged school boards to require masks and expects more will enact requirements going forward. Since August 15th, over 29,000 Ohio school children have had cases of COVID. Yeah. How many have died? And I don't mean that callously, like if they have a diet, died, I don't care. But I mean, the lion's share of these kids who've had COVID, they're out a couple of days, they're back, they're fine. So we're going to find some kid who's got long-term COVID or doesn't have taste buds or can't smell something, or heaven forbid, worst case scenario, they do pass away. We're going to use that as our barometer. We're going to use the exception as the rule. I just want to say, what is the thing you strive to do as a parent? I strive to balance the reality of the world with the values that we hold dear as a family 
And I also strive to protect my kids, not to shield them from everything, because then they're not prepared for any adversity. I try not to intervene when they have an issue in class or an issue on their team or whatever. I'm lucky I have a tongue left as many times as I've bitten it. But I know that swooping in to rescue them from every single perceivable threat is not the way to raise good, healthy, well-adjusted kids who can persevere through adversity. So what are we doing to our kids when we tell them that there's this invisible boogeyman out there that's going to kill them if they don't wear a mask and that they have to mistrust the people? Don't sit too close to her at lunch. Don't get too close to him. Oh, by the way, sorry about it. You might have been created with the wrong biological equipment. You might really be a girl if you were born a boy. You might really be a boy if you were born a girl. Yeah, that won't have any psychological impact on them. What are we doing? (laughs) I just laugh because... If I didn't, I'd cry. What we're doing to our kids is, it's reprehensible. It really is. And it's the people like Joe Biden and Mike DeWine and and others who put their own desire to avoid criticism ahead of doing the right thing. So I was driving uh, last night with my wife. We were headed to a neighborhood near our home to take a walk with our uh, unruly dog. And we were talking about um, COVID and COVID tests. And can you find a store that has a COVID test? And then I saw this headline today. Joe Biden's $2 billion rapid testing plan calls for discounted COVID tests at Amazon, Kroger, and Walmart. And I mentioned to my wife that there was a story the other day that I had seen where you could go to the library and get a COVID test, a free COVID test, take-home test. She said, who's paying for that? Who's paying for the free COVID test? And I said, the people who are paying for that COVID test are riding in this van. And then I caught myself and I said, no, actually, the people who are paying for these free COVID tests are the three kids back at the house we just left as we're spending their money. Did you see the headline last night that the $3.5 trillion budget Biden wants to enact? The real cost of that is like $5.5 trillion. What's a couple trillion? What's a couple trillion among friends? Exactly. Get out your your checkbook. Sure, why not? It's like Joe Biden has become, weren't all of us, did you ask this question when you were a kid? There was a point I remember distinctly asking my mom. So like, when you need money, like you just write, down on a piece of paper like what you need and then they're like no like i thought you know check like sure why don't we write that for more you know joe just thinks you just write it there doesn't have to be a balance there yeah i didn't ask that that's legitimately how they are this money is not even real money it's digitized money it's like they just say it's there and it's poof it's It's there it's bitcoin it's crazy (laughs) it's the bitcoin economy yeah it's nuts so anyway uh COVID all over the place. But, you know, it's not political. Remember this. It's not political. Uh, Kamala said she wouldn't take it. It was Trump's vaccine. Not political. (laughs) Uh, But 
the number of cases is being portrayed as, oh, it's spiking again. Cases, 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 cases. So many cases. Well, are those cases all legit? You know, we've all had this thing where there's this important distinction between did you die from COVID or did you die with COVID? Yeah, he got, he's got 12 bullet holes. Uh, oh, he has COVID. Uh, well, put him down as a COVID death. Uh, Lori Lightfoot's probably the only Democratic politician in the country that would be uh, for actually reporting the death as a COVID death, as a gunshot death, because that would lower her gunshot numbers in Chicago. But uh, most Democrats want it reported as a COVID death because it gives them license to what? Spend your kids' money. A new study however, has found that up to half, don't let that word skate by you before you take note of how impactful it is, half of those hospitalized for COVID may have been admitted for another reason entirely or were mildly asymptomatic or were mild or asymptomatic cases of COVID. Who are the quacks that came up with this study? Harvard Medical School, Tufts Medical Center, and the Veterans Affairs Healthcare System. They examined electronic records for nearly 50,000 COVID hospital admissions at more than 100 VA hospitals across the country. Now, I'm going to guess that the lion's share of VA hospital admissions are older people. Okay? Who's most at risk from COVID? Older people. You would think these numbers would skew very high for COVID admissions. Not so. Not so. The researchers checked to see whether the patients required supplemental oxygen, that's a dead giveaway you have COVID, or had a blood oxygen level below 94%. That's about where you get into the number. They say when your blood oxygen level gets below 90, you better get to the hospital. So 94% would be indicative you probably have uh, a serious case of COVID building in you. If either of these conditions were met, That patient was classified as having moderate to severe disease. Otherwise, the case was considered mild or asymptomatic. The study found that from March of 2020, onset of the pandemic, to January of 2021, when the vaccines came out, before the Delta variant, so this is like initial stages of COVID, this is like the first glimpse, how bad is COVID? The proportion of patients with mild or asymptomatic disease, in other words, their admission to the hospital was not because of COVID, they just happened to have it, was 36%. 36% for the year were not really admitted because of COVID. From mid-January through the end of June 2021, which is the beginning when we were all in panic mode, it's going to kill us all, we got to get locked down. From mid-January through June of 2021, the number of people who were admitted to the hospital who did not really get admitted because of COVID was 48%. We were in a panic. Anybody who was going to the hospital, I'm having a little bit. Are you having any trouble breathing? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, blood test, blood test. COVID, COVID, COVID. Shows, In other words, the study shows that half of all hospitalized patients who showed up on COVID database dashboards in 2021 may have been admitted for another reason entirely or had only a small amount of the disease. Uh, The report later notes the increase was even greater for vaccinated hospital patients, with 57% of vaccinated patients with COVID having mild 
or asymptomatic disease. In other words, they were in there for something else. But they test everybody because I get why they test everybody. They should test everybody. It's not that you're, uh, it's not that they're wrong to test. It's just this is a classification issue. We are so eager to magnify the problem. It's like we're having fun being in a pandemic. It's a new experience being locked down, having your freedoms denied you, wearing masks. Oh, this is fun. Why would you want to stop? Well, I'm ready to stop. I want this thing over, and I'm convinced it is over with natural immunity and other things. Boy, those docs get out there, though, and they pound those numbers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.